We got we both brought in such different energies today, but they were so complimentary, and that is really the ethos of this podcast. I have to say, beautifully I, captured in song. Yes, they belong together, yet they are completely incompatible. <laughs> <laughs> um, hard to listen to, uh, <laughs> unpleasant on many levels, <laughs> confusing. Yeah, vocally, sonically, um, you guys. <laughs> this is, of course. Urgent Care, a podcast. Did you know that? Did you know that you're listening to a podcast right now? Yeah, this isn't you're, music. This is a podcast. Yeah, you're not listening to Maggie Rogers right now, okay? Brilliant impression. Put that in your SNL reel. You and I are urgent care. (laughs) (laughs) Yep, not music as as evidenced. Um, We are, of course, an advice podcast. Uh, We do advice here. We dish out advice. We don't ask for your advice. We don't ask for your opinion. Actually, sometimes we do ask for your opinion, but we don't ask for your advice. Okay? Not Mitra and I personally. We're the ones who give advice around here. So do not come into my house and give me advice when I have not asked for it. Satan. <laughs> not today, Satan. <laughs> Gargoyles. <laughs> you did come to gonna, my mind. This is going to be a, a great ep. Yeah, this is really going to be good. Um, <laughs> yeah, anyways, we're advice podcast. Blah, 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 blah. I'm Joel Kim How? Booster. I'm Mitra Johari. How are you, Joel? Um, I'm I'm good. I'm feeling goofy. I do have a sickness right now, um, like a little sinus infection, according to the doctor. So I'm uh, I might sound a little goofy. I might feel a little goofy because you know I'm on all sorts of of drugs to make myself feel better. Jealous? Um, yeah, you could have it. Could happen to you. Just snort too many things in a weekend. <laughs> <laughs> And you'll have the same problem. Um, but yeah, I'm feeling pretty good. Otherwise, it's pretty low-key week for me. Um, I don't know. Yeah, it's it feels like there's very... It's like we're still in the part of the pandemic when there's not, where there's not much happening. Mm-hmm. Not much going on to report. Um, yeah. I'm trying to even think of what I did over the weekend. And it, it was like, it's really... Oh, um, over the weekend, we celebrated Matt Rogers' birthday. That's good. Which was fun. And me and the pod, um, not the podcast, but my pod here, um, we decorated Barbies <gasps> and had them perform pictures. in a competition. Pictures. Um, I will send you, I will definitely send you some pictures. I actually, of you, I can't believe I haven't seen any of these. Yeah. This is like, this is something that I would want to see. Yeah. Oh my God. I'll send <laughs> you, I'll send you immediately off pod. So we've already, <laughs> so uh, only three and a half minutes in, we've already hit our secret off pod <laughs> tantalizing <laughs> little tidbit for the listeners. This is, um, oh, 
And then, okay, so they competed against each other. They competed against what each other. What were the competitions? Well, it was fashion, obviously, and then they had to lip sync for their lives. <laughs> and it was one of the most deranged things I've ever seen in my entire Is there life. video? I have never laughed harder. Yeah, there's also video. I'll send please, it to you. Please, 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 please. There, I have never laughed harder um, <laughs> in, in my entire life. Um, That's such a good idea. The names were the names of the three Barbies were Sister Mary Ass, um, <laughs> Gay Cruz, and uh, Ally Trash. And then who are you? Who was yours? Mine. I was on Gay Cruz's team, obviously. <laughs> Gay Cruz, uh, which I think is a chic name. And how was Cruz um, spelled? Cruz is C R U Z. Good. I, I was just, I was curious. To, I yeah. wanted to see if it matched with what I was imagining. Yeah, of course. <laughs> of course, of course, of course. And uh, initially, um, uh, Sister Mary Ass did win, but the day after she was disqualified, as was Gay Cruz. And so Allie Trash ended up. Why were they um, disqualified? Taking, because they used materials outside of the <laughs> set materials that we had set aside for the competition. <laughs> you know, you got to create your own fun. I love that. I love that. I haven't like I haven't really done any like sort of create your own fun vibes in a while. I feel like that was very much the the energy early COVID, and I've sort of been tapped out of a lot of those. I was I was doing a lot of like making up trivia games for people mm-hmm, on Zoom, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. and it'd be like you know whatever you want people to guess about, or it doesn't have to be about a particular theme. It could just be like my mine was just like here's here are things that I'm interested in. Well, have thoughts on them. This was was a real triumph for my friend group because the last time we tried to do something like this, we played Survivor. One of my friends created like 17 physical challenges for us to do across a day. Um, And it ended up and like you were voting people off the island. No. And it it created such strife within the friend group. And it's so it's so embarrassing. Like, how do you walk into therapy and say, like, I'm really mad at my friend Lewis because he voted me off of the island too soon. <laughs> but I would pandemic survivor. Like, yes, I that would really hurt me. One of the one of the best um, one of the best Zoom experiences I had was in one of the trivia games. We were asked to put all of the like kardashian jenner kids in birth order (laughs) (laughs) couldn't even begin oh my god me neither and i was so stressed it was crazy the way that i felt like real like i felt sick i felt like i was in school it was such a blast i could do the main three right it goes oh what's stormy north kathy what no what's the oldest one Kathy Kardashian. It's Chloe is the youngest. Oh, no, Kim no. is in the middle. Their offspring. Their offspring. Oh, their offspring. Yeah. All of Oh, their my God. Friends. I don't even think I know the names. Me neither. I, I, I mean, that's why it was so fun, though. You got to really, like, because <laughs> one of the girls doing it, like, really knew. And that was amazing in its own way where I was like, I just, because sometimes you find out that your friend has this, like, pocket of information that you never knew that they had. And it feels incredible. Yeah. I, and and like, I was really in awe of her in that moment. I saw something new in her. It was beautiful. And this time to discover something new about a loved one. We're discovering so much about each other. What we're willing to do. Who knows the the birth order of all of the Kardashian offspring. (laughs) What happens when you're inside alone for nine months? Um, (laughs) So listen, Mitra, it's time for me to ask the question that I ask uh, every week on this podcast, which Mm -hmm. is how the hell are you? <laughs> um, I'm pretty good. I'm going to Seattle next week, so I'm. Like oh my here. god! I know, no. crazy. Um, but 
Uh, yeah, so it's just been sort of like this crazy mad dash of getting ready to leave for months and months, um, which is like very strange to be doing after a full, year, literally a full year now of um, seeing like two people. Yeah. <laughs> so um, I'm feeling like major separation anxiety, but um, I think now will Whit be able to come down for a visit or go up for a visit? I think so. I mean, it it really just depends on like. Yeah, I don't know. Like the the rules are really strict. They, they're changing every day. They're strict and they're constantly changing, which is yeah. very overwhelming. Um, but I feel lucky that like you know Sandy and Alyssa will be there and like I'll yeah, be busy. But be it nice. but it is just going to be so weird to be somewhere else. Um, but it'll also be so nice to like so refreshing see a different set of buildings <laughs> every day. Yeah. Um, but yeah, um, that's the big the big highlight. And I I went Whit and I went. And, like stayed at a cabin this weekend and that was really nice Aww. we went to um we went tubing in the snow which was very like oh my god stupid and silly. you went to a snow place yeah well it wasn't like it was like it, we were in big bear so it wasn't like like fully snow but gotcha. there was still some there's still some so we went to i hadn't done like a cold weather adventure in so long yeah and, like um yeah it was very silly and i would uh, never i would never tube You'd never tube? Why? Wouldn't tube, wouldn't ski. No, we lost too many people to tubing and skiing. Really? Tubing? Well, tubing is basically skiing. Tubing? Tubing is basically skiing. You shoot, you sit on a tube and you fall down, you roll down a hill. Seems dicey. No. And I I feel the same way about skiing. I wouldn't ski right now, but uh, but the tubing, the babies are doing it. You can do it. The babies are doing it. The babies are doing it. Then I guess I have no choice. We went to like a bad place. It was dumb. Like it was was a a (laughs) tiny little hill. (laughs) Okay. Worth it. Um, yeah, that's my big, my big highlights. Um, overall just fine. Like really worn out. Um, isn't it nice to feel that way now though? Like, cause here's the thing is I didn't have much to report. You didn't have much to report, even though you, you know, but it doesn't feel as crushing as it, as it did six months ago. Doesn't it? Yeah. Like, oh my God. It just like, it's, and literally my days are sort of the same, but for some reason I can feel the tides are turning and I'm feeling very optimistic. Yeah. I mean, I think like as like, more people are getting vaxxed and like loved ones are like, I feel like there are just like huge sources of stress leaving that like, I don't think about all day, every day anymore, but like Mm -hmm. they're obviously still in me all the time. And like some of them are getting slowly, but surely peeled away. And and I think that is certainly part of it is being like, Oh my God, like my grandma got the second dose. Huh? Wow. I guess that's been weighing on me for a year. Yes, <laughs> like, yeah. But I just haven't been like interacting with it as much as in the beginning. Like in the beginning, I was really like, oh my God, like where, where is she going? What is she doing like, every mm-hmm. single day? And like checking in and annoying the fuck out of my family. Um, and now, yeah, there's some good, we're getting some good news. Like that's, it's a breath of fresh. Yes, it is breath a breath of fresh. <laughs> <laughs> well, let's dive into these cup dates that we have this week because we have a bunch of them and some of oh, them yes. are long. So. And someone someone emailed and and was like, you should when the people reply with like another like with or there was some somebody suggested refill <laughs> in there. <laughs> <laughs> that is what I'm trying to say. We, we're doing cup dates and when people maybe cup when people dates. circle back, they're giving us a refill. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> 
<laughs> We're looking for ways to add every week. Yeah. And I thought we had a really good addition. We want it to be convoluted. We want to add something Confusing. new every week. We want to forget about things every week. Yeah. <laughs> and this is something to add and forget mm-hmm. soon. <laughs> oh, we'll let go of this one. We'll definitely let go of this one. But today... But listener, we honor you, we salute you, we incorporate you. <laughs> so without further ado, we've got a refill to lead us off this cup date. Okay. <laughs> and it's eventually, I just want to be able to say a sentence that is would be meaningless outside the context of this. Uh, I mean, we've got a podcast. refill on a cup date from a chef. Is <laughs> <laughs> Mission accomplished, I think. We'll never stop. Um, I want it longer, but we do have a sentence. <laughs> yeah, it is. So it, the, the the whole section, the segment is called Cup Dates, mm-hmm. but the individual calls and emails within are named different things. They're refills, yeah. Refills. And okay. the people sending us with them are chefs, and we are, of course, the restaurant managers. Yeah. Unless... On any given day, we decide to be the owner. Yeah, and, some, and I think one week we were the waiters too. And sometimes we're front of house. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> you'll never know with us. Never, never, never. Can't pin us down, and that's part of the fun. Um, okay, without further ado, Chelsea, please play. Hello, beautiful Mitra and Joel. This is this is Mother in Laundry. Uh, we, I also forgot that you would be naming me, and just the truly unparalleled joy. But this brought me, it was the perfect name. And oh my God, Mitra's laugh through my call is so supportive that I, I would love, I wish I could just hire you, Mitra, to be my personal audience and, mm-hmm. and uh, you just are exuding support. Anyway, I realized I needed to clarify a few things. Um, I definitely, definitely live in Northern California, so I assumed everybody would know about the perils of patchouli oil, but I guess not. Um it can be gorgeous as like a bottom note in a Dior perfume, but when you apply it just straight up raw, to me it invokes a mix between dirt, rot, bio. It's no good and, and definitely hippies. I don't care about like rituals or weed smoking or essential oils. It's specifically this one smell, which I am sure that you will recognize. And maybe, I mean, not everybody hates it, but anyway. Um, grandma is definitely slathering. She's slathering the, the oil and cuddling my kid and it's just becomes very intense. Um, but I also realized that I neglected to mention that my child is a preteen. She's not a baby. So that's, yeah, with, in the line of sort of fight fire with fire, um, if I don't want to do the cans of, of tuna fish, I came to my own conclusion that actually I can go ahead and just Send the preteen um, over with her natural stinky preteen body odor. Um, I can just like encourage her to run around and not remind her to put on deodorant and then send her to grandma's where grandma will still absolutely not care because she loves us all unconditionally, which like I realize I, I came to you for a petty response, but in listening to your response, I found that I myself am petty. And so you, <laughs> you two are beautiful, sort of an Ayanla, uh, Oprah spirit for me in this time. Thank you. Uh, also, I, I can send a photo of her. She's not a baby. And <laughs> I don't know if that she'd wear a smock, but I could put her in the glitter mask that they made <laughs> and send you a photo as requested. 
Yeah, she's a preteen. She stinks, so I'll just do that. <laughs> um, thank you very much. And I, I may be married to a man, but just for your demographic purposes, know that, yes, I am um, a bisexual woman. <laughs> it's it's, okay. it's just getting It's just getting outrageous at this yes. point. Yes. We salute you. <laughs> um, Great. Well, we really thought it was. A baby, she didn't huh? address. She didn't address what I thought was your good suggestion, which is have a separate set of clothes for Grandma's house specifically. Yes. Um, so to her, I say, think that. I think that's even easier with a preteen. Honestly, for sure. I there there was a caller or an emailer I can't remember who recommended saying like there's someone at the school who has like a sensitivity to scent and it, they're the ones being annoying like yeah. I, so here's why I have these extra clothes really take it off your hands say like there is some like horrible little little kid who has a like a perfume allergy or a, this a little strong kid his response. parents his parents are so rich and they want to knock down the rec center in the town and they want to put up a shopping mall. <laughs> And we hate him in this house. We hate him. He's so rude and racist. Oh. And he cannot smell properly. And that's why we have to separate clothes. Yeah. Really get into the backstory. Otherwise, yeah. it won't be believable. Alienate this kid. Mm-hmm. Okay. All right. <laughs> Moving on. Email. I'll read the email. Oh, okay. If Thoughts? you think you can. I, I hope I can. Okay. Okay. I liked this one a lot. Um, so Beethoven, um, this was in, oh, yes, okay. Hey, besties, this is in reply to Beethoven and her issue with her boyfriend being more affectionate towards her dog than her. I identify deeply with her boyfriend as I find being physically intimate and affectionate with other people very uncomfortable and awkward. But when it comes to dogs, it's the exact opposite. Not in a sex way. That's disgusting. I suffer from a lot of social anxiety. So it so it could be that because we don't see dogs as people, we feel free to express our intimacy in ways that we don't feel comfortable doing with other people. If your boyfriend is similar to me in that regard, I hope this helps you understand it's got nothing to do with you specifically. Maybe there are ways you can both work on this issue together and try to make him feel more comfortable being affectionate with you. So it could be worth opening a discussion about this best of luck yeah i, I mean this. i i basically i i think like we sort of covered this in the original call but i wanted it to come from the dog's mouth itself mm -hmm. you know because um yeah it just i don't think that we treat dogs the same way we treat yeah you people. were talking about this definitely yeah. i mean but i think it's nice to hear from someone yeah, from like the boyfriend side of things, mm -hmm. like have some empathy for that person where it's just like putting them out of their comfort zone and it's just not their impulse. And it, I think it's not like kiss of death. It's just something that you have to work on together. And in order for to sure. work on it together, you have to keep talking about it. And maybe in a couple of therapy setting, if you can swing it or are interested in it. Love. Love. All we right. have a voicemail against um, all odds. Another voicemail. This another one voicemail. is... Um, Okay, this one is from uh, a, a cup date, a refill rather, from uh, <laughs> Double 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 Trouble, Boil and Bubble. Oh my um, god! <laughs> yes, of course. So this ref this cup date is a refill from Double Double. Ah, <laughs> <laughs> uh, yes, of course. <laughs> and this is a caller from a long, long, long ago who was in a who had just entered into a stable relationship, but then really, really had feelings for a friend of theirs. And she thought she loved her friend who she had hooked up with before um, more than she loved her boyfriend. And we told her, um, I can't remember actually what we told her. I want to say, well, she said she, she sort of mentions it in the, 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 the refill. So let's just, 
Fill her up, Chelsea. <laughs> Hi, Joel Mitra, Mitra and Joel. Love you both. Um, this is Double Trouble, Boil and Bubble. You, <laughs> you almost made, named me Beauty and the Eek because I, I said Tee and Eek once each. And y'all really went um, in on that. But honestly, it's fair because I say those things a lot. Um, anyway, so that uh, made sense. And also tipped off my friend who listens to the pod that that was my uh, email which is how I found out that you guys played it because somehow I missed it and he let me know. And um, basically all of the advice that you guys gave me was great advice. And by the time that I heard it, because somehow I missed it, um, I had been doing these things that you had told me to do, um, cut off contact with this other guy for the most part. I really just accepted that I love who I'm with and want to be with him and that feels great and it felt great to like have that affirmed by you guys to people whose advice um is stellar always <laughs> and yeah i really appreciate it but thanks y'all love you both mitra sit on my face bye she's already got a relationship with a man you see Mm. I don't take mm. offense. I don't take offense. I understand. And I almost, I almost never get my own. So yeah. this is this it's is a special huge. moment. It's a <laughs> this special, is a special moment. moment. Um, I, do, you know what? Congrats! I'm so happy for you. I don't. You could have just told us that it was it was us and us alone. You I didn't know. have to. Didn't, you didn't have to slide in there that you were already doing what we said. I because, know, but I guess it validates that the advice was good. I yeah, guess. I guess. But but I want to hear that we, we changed your life. Yeah, <laughs> Tihiiik. Tihiiik. <laughs> and we weren't going in on you. It was just cute. You said yeah. Tihiiik, and it was cute. Yeah, and and we only have so many naming conventions in this show. Look, you're so. either you're either, you're either Tishi Sheik or <laughs> <laughs> or Double Trouble Boil and Bubble Babe. So yeah. take your pick. <laughs> Which one do you want more? Um, she's got, she has the the privilege of having two names basically on the I know. show. She Most should... people barely get one. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so she's lucky. Count your lucky stars. Okay, um, that's it for cup dates tonight. Close the cupboard. Um, <laughs> <laughs> We're loading the cups back into the into, cupboard. No more refills this evening, no more chefs. Refills. <laughs> And you'd think that the chefs being in the kitchen could get a refill whenever they wanted, mm -hmm. but not at this restaurant. No, no. The refills have to be brought in from a, from a different yeah. vendor. Uh-huh. <laughs> <laughs> should we take a break? Yeah, we should take a break. <laughs> okay. Bye. <laughs> Um, we are still trying to figure out what we can call breaks instead of breaks, obviously. Um, oh, yeah. I guess it's just a cigarette break. Yeah, just a cigarette break. <laughs> smoke even though break. New, smoke break. Yeah. We're, we're calling it a smoke break, even though it's just a commercial break for you. But is, you have to just go along with it. Neither In of us are smoking. the of the restaurant, we are taking our smoke break. Can I tell you something disgusting I used to do? Yeah. When I smoked cigarettes. Mm -hmm. um, when I was in high school and I was under 18 and I couldn't buy them for myself yet. I worked at a Quiznos in a strip mall. Okay. Love it. And on my breaks, when I, I would take, I would go and take gold, I would go and take smoke breaks and I would walk up and down the strip mall and take half smoked cigarettes I fucking from the ashtrays. I knew that. And I would put I them in my Quiznos apron and then I would smoke them on my smoke break. Mm-mm. 
And it was mm-hmm. heaven. It was absolute heaven. Um, a lot of people would put out, sometimes it was three quarters of a cigarette and I got it for free. Heaven. Absolute heaven. Mm-mm. <laughs> <laughs> You're not going to, you know, I'll always love you. I'm not going to support you. <laughs> God damn it. Okay. Um, Just kidding. It's, it sounds like something that I would have um, participated in as well. <laughs> Perfect. Thank you so much. Um, because you, I would have, I would have forced you to have been my boyfriend. <laughs> and we would be in the wall together. <laughs> and we would have kissed at homecoming in the back of a Toyota Camry and it would have, Aww. and neither of us would have felt anything. Nothing. <laughs> Absolutely nothing. Um, we should get to this first call. Why? <laughs> <laughs> because the chefs are waiting. Right. The chef must go on. The chef must go on. Save that energy for the naming. Come on. Oh, and, and you know we're gonna we're gonna bomb on the names. If we're giggly up top, we we are. It's, yeah, it's, it's bad. duds it's across bad the omen. board. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> okay, let's hear it. Hi, Joel, Mitra, Mitra, and Joel. I love you guys. I'm gonna prematurely say both of you. Please sit on my face. Okay, so my question is: I feel like we're at this point in the pandemic where hopefully summer, fall, winter, we'll be able to sort of get back to normal life. And so I'm dating this guy. We've been dating for like three years. And I I see that very casually. Okay, we're very committed to each other. We've been seeing each other for three years. And in the pandemic, he has he has a lot of anxiety about it. So he's decided like he's not going to the dentist. He's not getting his haircut. He's not like going shopping like he's being so COVID safe that his appearance has sort of become not a priority for him which is okay I guess but I feel like when we come back to society I just like don't want to date someone who sort of looks like he's been through a war so my question is um, and this is particularly around two things number one he needs to get his hair professionally cut but the thing I'm most worried about is he has this long beard that he loves now, and it doesn't look good on him. It's not his look, but for some reason, I feel like he's going to keep the beard. But I, I don't, I don't want it. I don't want the beard. So if you guys could help me figure out how to convince him that a he needs to return to human uh, hygiene, and b that for him personally includes maybe shaving his beard because he can't really grow a full beard. It took a long time to grow what he has. And even that just, it doesn't fully vibe. So yeah, once again, let me reiterate, sit on my face and love you guys. Okay. This podcast gives me life. This was so long. Sorry. Bye. Still under two minutes though. So we got to play. We'll take it. Okay. So we've got, um, she said he looks like he's coming back from a war, okay? Mm-hmm. Vietnam. Vietnam War. Um, he, he at nah. Oh. <laughs> 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 Made my eyes water. <laughs> 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 that was really bad. <laughs> 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 
<laughs> it's, so bad. it's one of the worst ones. <laughs> Not good. <laughs> All right, you go. No, I. I re- <laughs> um. Okay. What's the the platoon? <laughs> Mash. <gasps> um. You love Mash. Yeah. Um. Hog. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> yeah, nah sounds pretty good right about now, huh? Yeah, me at nah. He at nah. Nah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Imagine getting an update about this nine months from now <laughs> and just trying to figure out what this was all about. Oh, I guess he at nah. <laughs> he at nah. Yes. So fucked up. <laughs> um, I'll, I I want to say that right off the bat, this feels like a problem that will sort itself out with time. Yes. It feels like th- he is deeply depressed right now in a pandemic funk, as millions of people are right now. And I feel like as life returns to normal, he will return to normal. And this isn't a problem yet. It will only be a problem uh, nine months from now when he still has the beard and he's not going to the dentist still. Um, I think you have a lot more grounds to get him to go to the dentist than you do to get him to shave his beard. Um, Because one is just a little bit more important. But I do think that he will realize he needs to get his hair cut when when things return to normal. And until then, it's your job to support him in everything he does. Yeah, I think, like, this isn't um, fun petty vibes but i think like if there's something that makes him feel good about his appearance right now maybe let him keep it i like it it's just like with the beard it's i feel like anytime i have tried to push someone in that kind of direction even outside of the pandemic it just leaves both of us feeling kind of bad um you can certainly encourage him, especially the haircut. It's like, I agree that that, that will be something that I think like once things start to open up, he will probably want, I would assume like, and you could even be like, let's make a day of it. Like, let's go get like our little, our little like post COVID or whatever, like things are open up again, makeovers or whatever it is. And like, have a, have a nice dinner and dress up at the end of the day or whatever it is. Like, I feel like you could make it feel like a thing that both of you are doing together and that like make it very clear to him that it is a fun thing and it's a really attractive thing to you for him to be clean cut. But at the same time, if he likes how he looks, I don't know. It, it just feels bad to, <clears throat> I mean, you bad. could play, you could do, you could go real cold war here, a different kind of war, not the Vietnam war, cold war. Okay. And um, stop shaving your legs and your armpits, assuming that you do. Until he says something. And then the minute he says something, you spring into action and you say, I will shave my legs when you shave your beard. Man. Tip for tap. Full-blown rom-com vibes. (laughs) (laughs) Vince Vaughn v. Jennifer Aniston. That's the the couple. (laughs) That is the couple that I'm getting from this um, (laughs) caller. And I I will say, I think that it will work. Stop shaving anything. Anything that you are currently shaving... Go as long as you possibly can until he is forced to say something so that it's you different. are forced to say something. It's different. <laughs> it's different with 
girls and body hair <laughs> than a guy having an ugly fucking beard. <laughs> yeah. I mean, yeah, in an ideal world, you should just be able to stop shaving even if your boyfriend doesn't have an ugly beard. <laughs> but I, my, can I also say if the beard is really ugly, if he's if it's one of those scraggly beards that grows in um, half and just doesn't look good, does not look like a you know the brownie paper towel man or whatever i would say um enlist his friends to just start making fun of him for it um send out a, send out the call to his friends his guy friends because i guarantee you like i tried to grow a mustache like very briefly and my mustache starts growing at the ends of my mouth <laughs> and then off my face okay and it only took Such a one shame. One sad comment from one of my friends, and I have never attempted a mustache again. It's such a shame. I have an amazing mustache. <laughs> <laughs> this is a Wasted real gift of, the, gift of the Magi situation here. Wasted oh. on me. <laughs> I think also, um, oh, what was I going to say? I think like if he asks you about it, definitely be honest about how you feel about it. Like don't don't sugarcoat it. Be like. You could also frame it in terms of like him kissing you or like him going down on you too. Yeah, like, I facial was hair can that make too. that stuff feel uncomfortable or it can give you like like redness on the face if if it's irritating to your face. So that's also an option is like I prefer you clean cut for when we when we fuck or whatever, when we kiss or hook up. Um cuz I I've certainly gotten like beard burn before, sorry to brag. Um <laughs> <laughs> on my on my face Sick. sensitive skin i know it's so cool it's so cool that's so awesome <laughs> awesome epic epic beard burn <laughs> um but that's an option that might be a little more sideways into it great cool. good luck i really think that call us again if he, if it's three months after the things return to normal and he still looks like this and he's not going to the dentist. Yeah, I just then have a then we'll have some some other um, advice for you. But I think I have a feeling this will resolve Sword itself. Sort itself out. I think so too. I believe uh, in him. Okay, I'll read this email. Gorgeous. <clears throat> Hi, Mitra and Joel. Mitra is first because us Ohio girls have to stick together. Yes, <laughs> I added yes. I am a 25-year-old lesbian, she, her pronouns, who has never been in a relationship. In a few months, I'm moving to a new city that has a much larger LGBT community than my current city. I'm looking forward to getting involved in the community and meeting girls to become friends with and to date. My question is, when I'm trying to get to know people, how do I make it clear whether I'm asking a girl to hang out as friends versus asking her out on a date? I'm worried that if it's at all ambiguous, I'll scare off potential friends or cause a situation where I think it's a date and the other girl doesn't. Okay. You've got a lesbian who's not a virgin, but has never been in a relationship. She's mm-hmm. an Ohio lesbian. Um, mm-hmm. That's important. Sort of corn-fed farm. Yeah. Um, Buckeye. Um, Sheveland. <laughs> Sheveland. Cincinnati gal. Cincinnati gal. Yes. Yes. Nasty Natty, where's my 513 at? <laughs> Cincinnati girl. Um, I love it. I hope she's really from a suburb of Cincinnati or something oh. like that. Um, I, I, I just say, like, there is no good way to do this other than saying specifically, like, do you want to go on a date sometime? Which can be cute. I think it's cute sometimes when people specify, like, we should go on a date sometime. Yes, that's you know? so attractive. Like, and at, even if, you know, if, if you're vibing with somebody, even if it's 
even if you're even if that person isn't doesn't reciprocate the feelings, they'll definitely at least just be flattered. It's yeah. like, but it's so cool. And <laughs> if, if if you get tripped up by the word date too, like I think something that's slightly in between on the ambiguity scale between let's hang out and let's go on a date is I'd love to take you out sometime. <gasps> Cute. Or we should Cute. go out sometime, you know, like that I think is very clearly a date. And if they tell you otherwise at the end of it, they're gaslighting you. They're <laughs> gaslighting you and you need to get out of there. Okay. Yeah. Um, but otherwise, I think like when you say like, let's hang out or someone says, let's hang out to you. That is all it is. That is all it is. And always assume that's all it is. Even if you're in your mind, you're like, I'm on a date right now. Like you're at the same time, you're just hanging out, you know, and it can mm-hmm. turn into something else later. And at the end of the date, you can be like, I would love to take you out again sometime or something like that. And that mm-hmm. can sort things out. But I think it's beautiful to just like hang out with people and go on friend dates and like, See, see what happens. Yeah, it's nice. I mean, it's it's like there there will definitely be people that you meet that you just want to take out on a date. But for those people who are in between, it's like, why not just see if you like, why not just hang out and see what it is and what kind of sparks fly, if any. If you're if you're worried that um, someone will think it's a date and you don't want them to think it's a date, I would invite more than one person. Yes, definitely. Um, Group of when, when when people are like, I'm, oh, is it cool if I bring my friend? I'm immediately like, okay, <laughs> great. Yeah, bring your fucking friend. <laughs> um, I had one day interrupted by someone's friend, um, but then they were like, you should come and sit. You're by yourself. Come and sit with us at dinner. Uh, and I was like, oh, okay. Okay. I see what's happened. And but that's I'm okay also, with it. That's also so hard because like I'm a huge like I just want people to feel good or whatever. So I feel like I've probably done that before and been like, come on, just hang. And like, I've been like, but we're still fucking after this, right? Like, <laughs> I totally ruined everything. <laughs> um, but yeah. I get it. It's especially fraught when you're a homosexual um, because there's just like, I don't know. There's, there's, there's an, there's a natural, there's a baseline ambiguity to all of our interactions with other homosexuals that is, can be tricky to navigate. And I think that, um, we, we've given you the tools and not because you're a lesbian. Okay. I didn't say that because you're a lesbian. Yeah. (laughs) But I feel like even if I'm, if I'm like, um, if I'm not sure, sometimes I'll be like, maybe we could get a group together or like, would you want to get it or do you want to just do it like just the two of us or something like that? And that sometimes can can help without having you be the one to make the declaration to offer inviting other people. Yeah, you know they say Suss for sure. But if, if someone can... asks you to hang out one on one, don't offer to include unless you don't li- if you like this person and someone sa- says um, like, ask me out. Uh, you want to go out sometime? Like, oh, I meant hang out, hang out, hang out. You want to hang out this Friday? Yeah. Can I bring a friend? Okay. Don't do that. That could have easily been explained just by me, but I really wanted to bring you into it. I love it. I love when you pull me into scene work. (laughs) (laughs) And you, and you, and I try to do it and then you correct me because I'm not doing the thing that you want. (laughs) Notes are part of the process, Mitra. Notes are part of the process. Okay? No, I'm, I'm, I'm very directable. Okay. <laughs> and you take it, you take adjustments beautifully. You take Thank adjustments you. beautifully. Thank you. Oh, would you like to hang out this weekend? 
<laughs> some big bold choices. Some big bold choices. <laughs> we'll start big, and then they can always peel it back. Yeah. It's, it's sort of more. Okay, you, I, I love, love that accent. I love weekend? that accent. <laughs> um, you moved to America when you were twelve, though. Would you like to hang out in my flat this weekend? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that's right. Or, or um, cheerio. Would you like to hang out in my flat? Sorry, I'm from London. <laughs> <laughs> I'm from London. <laughs> <laughs> and that is, you're telling the story. You're telling the story there. Yes, yes. You're, really, you're, you're telling, not showing. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> and that's what people like. That's what people like. <laughs> All right. Okay. Cincinnati well, girl. Cincinnati girl. Good luck. Have fun. Get laid. <laughs> okay. <laughs> Email. Um, I'll read this one. Okay. Dear Joel and Mitra, Mitra and Joel, we'll start off by saying I'm a straight woman, pioneer, Woo! I know. <laughs> My pronouns are she, her, love you all so much, etc., etc. I started going to therapy a year and a half ago following a breakup with my ex-boyfriend of many years. The therapy has been really helpful working through a lot of unresolved feelings toward my ex and depression following the breakup, especially mid-pandemic. My main question is, how do I talk to my therapist about sex? While dating has been rocky, I've learned a lot about myself and my sexuality and feel like I should be able to discuss it all with my therapist. I think about sex constantly and feel like I should stop annoying all my coupled up friends with the gory details and start annoying this person who I pay to listen to, whom I pay to listen to my gory details. I'm not a shy person and have no boundaries talking about sex with my friend. No boundaries talking about sex with my friends. And, but every time I even mention going home with someone to my therapist, I find myself using euphemisms and not going any further than saying I slept with him. Maybe it's because my therapist is a little too motherly to me and she doesn't and doesn't seem especially eager to talk or ask about the sex, though maybe she's just going off my hesitancy to share. Do I need a younger or more outwardly that or more outwardly sex positive therapist? I do like her otherwise and finding an in-work network available therapist was such a bitch so I'm not dying to look for another. So how do I bite the bullet? I feel like I spend a lot of sessions trying to find think of what to talk about until we get somewhere when in reality I could just discuss my constant desire to be railed by a tall hipster with tattoos. I could actually glean something. Thank you in advance, XOXO. Oh, okay. Okay. Wow. So she's um holding back, withdrawn. No boundaries with her friends, sex. Mm-hmm. Um she's sounds like uh she gets around. Open she's in. Open she's in. I love it. Okay, let's do it. Open she's in. <laughs> Open um, she's in. I will say, like, I do just just um maybe a source of comfort is like I feel like I see on TikTok all the time people posting being like like I saw this one that was like a, a girl talk, a woman talking to herself in the mirror being like, you are worthless. You should just end it all. You fucking bitch. And then it like smash cuts to her in therapy being like the full phase of makeup. Like, I just don't know what to talk about this. Week. <laughs> <laughs> it made me laugh so much. I wish I remembered who it was, but it was so funny. But I feel like I've, I it's a very common thing. I feel like to like, yeah. Like I feel that I feel I totally feel that way. And like I, f- I love my therapist and feel like I have a great relationship with her. But there are certain things where I'm just like. I don't want to talk about that. <laughs> yeah. And I think that is part of the, I mean, if you really love this therapist and you feel good about this therapist, then you should talk to her about your hesitation to talk about sex yep. with her because that's how you really grow in therapy and with your therapist. And it's, it's worth, if you really love your therapist, it's worth doing that before you just give up and move on to another therapist. And before you like shut that part off of yourself, from your therapist your therapist probably is 
reacting to you, if I had to guess, if this is like yeah. a great therapist who you really trust, like they're probably like, cause that, cause that this is actually something that I experienced with my therapist is like, I was like, wow, I'm like talking to her about everything. I'm not really talking to her about fucking. Like, why am I not talking to her about fucking? And then one day I, I just made the decision. I was like, I'm going to talk about fucking. <laughs> and then it, it felt weird. And then it wasn't like it, it just, but it took me really consciously being like, you will do this today. Um, and then once you rip the bandaid off, it is hopefully fine, but talk to your therapist about it. Yeah. I think a really interesting way to couch it too, is the fact that you can be like, I don't know why I'm so comfortable telling my friends Mm -hmm. about it and I'm not comfortable talking about it here. I think that is like really interesting to me. Um, uh, facet of this problem. And I also, I don't know. Yeah. I, that was exactly going to be my advice. I'm very into telling my therapist about how I'm feeling about my therapist in that moment, yeah. like always. And I think it's the only reason I'm still with her is because we've been able to have constructive conversations about that. I think that's such a key to longevity with the therapist, even if they're a great therapist, because I feel like for me, I, re- I relate to this emailer so much. And like, I was kind of like, hesitant to quote like criticize my therapist or whatever because I was like she's a great therapist and I feel like I'm getting so much from her so like it must be my problem or or whatever I don't know what it that I definitely had a hang up about it too but getting through it with your therapist will only strengthen the relationship with you have with them and your ability to grow through talking to them um I mean, I talk about sex with my therapist constantly. She knows the dick size of like every person that I've slept with. <laughs> um, and, but like it, it always dovetails. Like I, I think like for her, for our, for, uh, open she's in, um, I think the part of the, the issue is, is I think you're a little murky on why you want to talk about sex. Like it does like, you know, if, you, if it's just because it's like a part of your daily recap and you're telling her what you did that day and you don't include it, like, that's interesting, but like maybe go in, like, do you have a dysfunctional sex life? Do you worry that you have a dysfunctional sex life? Like, I think like having those questions and knowing the framework around which you want to bring this up in therapy is probably a really good thing to land on before you go into therapy to start just talking about sex and it will make you feel more comfortable because it'll feel more intentional. Yes. Every, every time I feel like I'm sort of knocking down a new wall or blazing a little trail in therapy, I write myself bullet points of like, just like what's sort of in the sea swimming in my head being like, yeah, here, here's like my big headline. Here's my question or something. I don't do that for every therapy appointment, but I feel like for me on those sort of big days, I like to have something I can look at and be like, oh yeah, that this is what I was talking about. Because I feel like on those big days, I, I'm often like, I, I don't know, we can talk about something else. <laughs> like, cause I, I just don't want to do it anymore. Yeah. <clears throat> so it helps maybe, maybe writing it out beforehand too. And then if she doesn't want to talk about your sex life, then, then, then it's time then it's time to go elsewhere, I think, because this seems like something important to you. And I think, um, you know, but I think giving her a chance is really, really the key. Someone that you love as a therapist and have a history with, it's worth trying. And I tell you, those motherly therapists are fucking freaks. I bet she's got some pointers. (laughs) Yes. I bet she's got some sick pointers for you. My therapist this week (laughs) referred to herself (laughs) as a zoom bottom because she wants to be sent the invite link and not send it to me. <laughs> I was like, excuse me. 
use me. <laughs> Legend. Truly. Truly. Um, my, 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 my therapist is a lesbian and, um, we were having this conversation um, a while back about this guy that I was seeing. And I was like, yeah, I just like the sex is bad. His penis is weird. No, no, no. I was like, the sex is bad. And she was like, well, you know, Joel, sex can get better. And I was like, yeah, but his dick is shaped weird. And she was like, well, I don't know much about that. Uh, <laughs> it's like, wow. no, you certainly don't. Yeah, um, that's fair. And, and you yeah. know, I respect her willingness to let you know what the areas that she doesn't feel comfortable, like, because she yeah. really doesn't have the expertise in. <laughs> I know. Well, I, so at that point, what else do you say? How do you, like, therapize, therapize yourself out of, he has a weird shaped dick? <laughs> <laughs> like, at that point, I think the conversation is, needs to take a different turn anyways. Of um, course, reroute. Yeah. <laughs> hey, and you know the, what? Take the long, take the long way home. <laughs> okay, it's uh, time for another break. And we're back. <laughs> and you know what? I think this conversation needs to take another turn. To the next call? To the next call. <laughs> Hi, Nitra and Joel. Joel and Nitra. I'm a bisexual woman. My pronouns are she, her. And I have a dating question, or maybe not a dating question, for you. So I met with this person in, on Bumble in January, and now it's March, and we've been on lots of dates, um, actually just four dates. Um, and there's just walks where it's impossible to feel whether or not there's sexual or romantic chemistry. Um, but we did discuss indoor hangouts, maybe with masks on, but both of us have roommates, and it just doesn't seem super comfortable right now, so we're sticking to these walks. Um, and this person is a creative and they seem really busy. They've told me about some of these projects that they have on the horizon and they're walking these working, uh, these intense hours. Uh, but they also suck at texting and more and more as time goes on. Um, and we like go days without talking. Um, and they recognize that this is shitty, but they haven't really done anything to change, uh, the behavior. And I'm annoyed being the one who's always reaching out and then just like waiting for them to talk. Um, and we haven't really gotten to know each other through that way either. So a part of me is thinking about what Justin Long says, and he's just not that into you, and feeling like I should just take the silence as a sign. But then another part of me remembers that when we are together, they seem really considerate and engaged, and they ask good questions, and they remember things, and we seem to have a lot of things in common. So while I'm annoyed that I've spent more time thinking and wondering if this person's ever going to talk to me again than actually talking to them, I feel like it would be kind of a waste to let it go because they do seem really great when we are spending time together and I don't know what to do. So I'd love to hear what you have to say. Thank you so much for the podcast. Love you both so much. Bye. Okay. Bumble. Bees. Um, okay. Justin Long. Justin Long. <laughs> um, Fits prominently in the call. She's going on a lot, of, a lot of walks. She's a walker. Um. So 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 Justin Long farewell. I'm trying to do so long what? farewell. So long farewell from the sound of music. Why did you go that way? Because I think she said say so long farewell to this guy. Oh, okay, 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 okay. I see. So you're sort of wrapping up your opinion, even though we might have differing opinions into the name. Mm-hmm. And so your name sort of becomes the de facto thing that you should do. Okay, how about go Ray me? 
Go Raimi. <laughs> I like it. Okay. Uh, <laughs> I don't fully think. Go Raishi. Go Raishi. Yeah. Go Raishi. Of course. Yeah. <laughs> <Here we go>. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I mean, come on. Right. Right. <laughs> um, um, okay. No, but go. You've already you've already sort of spoiled your advice, but go for well, it. Well, I, I don't fully feel like just drop this person, but I I definitely don't feel. When, when you're the one that's always reaching out and like it, it feels hard to get a hold of someone, that's never promising. So I feel like it's time for sort of a classic, an, an, an urgent care classic, which is like put your cards on the table, see what they do. Be like, I, I'm into you. Do you want to continue seeing me? Or like, are you hmm. just wasting my time? <laughs> I don't know. It's like, I, it just feels like this guy's kind of bare minimum vibes but maybe it's just busy i don't know what do you think here's my read on the situation and i don't necessarily disagree with your advice because here's my uh, my bottom line has always been that yes there are people that exist that are quote-unquote bad at texting but when someone's really really into you they text you back yes they text you back and then eventually you get into a relationship with that person and they revert back to being bad texters (laughs) but in the beginning that's when even bad texters should yearn to text you um, at a certain point if they're falling in love with you. But here's my thing is that I don't think that they have given each other adequate time to fall in love or even like get to the stage before falling in love because they've only gone on these walks and it sounds like he's like connecting in the walks. But the thing is, is until you like touch, hold hands, even kiss something or sit next to each other, you know, less than six feet apart, there's a lot of information that's missing, a lot of vital information that's missing. And so, you know, and I'm not suggesting that you break your quarantine and put your roommates at risk in order for this guy. But I, I am saying like, maybe like ease off the gas a little bit, take a break and be like, let's, let's continue this, like casually going on walks, but like, let's, you know, or let's press pause until the pandemic is over basically. Yeah. Um, I mean, I think it's like, it just needs to go in one way or the other. Like, it's like, are you really interested in me? If so, do you want to do like a sort of more romantic thing than going on a walk? Do you want to have like a, like a gorgeous little picnic or something? Or like, do you want to like, could we maybe FaceTime or something and just get to know each other better? Um, I don't think getting to know each other is the pro getting to know each other on like a talky talk level. I feel like they have that down pat. I really do think that the thing is missing is, is they have no idea if they have chemistry at all. They just have no idea. And that's That's such an important part of the early, especially the early stages of the relationship is because you know, it's it. It's in his kiss. That's true. That's where it is. Yeah. So I think that's great advice. I don't know. This like sort of limbo thing sucks. So if you, I feel like that's it's like if if we're able to get vaxxed soon, then let's let's meet up and fuck. <laughs> let's yeah. get a hotel room or something. For <laughs> or sure. Whatever. Um, Not a terrible idea. Not a terrible idea to suggest. I mean, he is go- he's about to go into work these intense hours. So like maybe you can propose like a little getaway in an Airbnb and or like, we'll get a Like, can we get a hotel room near where you work yeah. <laughs> and hang out and like order room service and like Everyone do something tested. fun together. Yeah. Like, I think there, there are ways to do this. It's obviously like horrible math and COVID to figure that stuff out. But 
if you're really into each other, maybe you can figure out a way to do it in a way that's safe and also horny. Yeah, I, I, I think that like hopefully things will be loosening a little bit soon and you won't have to worry about this. But I do think that like um, I, I wouldn't I, I just don't think you have enough information. And but and it sucks the, to tread water. Yeah. And, and you'd like you'd wish you'd hope that somebody would like you just based off these walks. That would be like head over heels based on walks, you know, but the texting thing. Yeah, it doesn't sound like he's there yet with you. He's not yearning. And like, that's also something it's like, if if you don't feel like this guy's yearning, then maybe it's not worth putting all this effort in. Yeah. But maybe he'll be super responsive. And he's just like, the idea of like continuing to just go on walks is like really depressing because COVID is really depressing. Like, I mm-hmm. think there, there, there is, I don't think it's like point blank, like he's not into you. But I do think like, don't put a ton of effort into figuring out how to make it work. If you don't feel like truly he's like yeah. he's into you. Yeah. It's hard to tell from just the voicemail, but like, don't waste your time. <laughs> like yeah. no, no, like pulling out the red carpet for someone who is lukewarm, but if it I, really feels I, like it might happen. Yeah. I just don't believe that people are bad at texting either. I don't like what it is, is that you have prioritized me less. And it doesn't mean that like, I have friends who are quote unquote bad at texting. Like, like close, not not close friends, I guess, but like friends that I know I care about deeply who are quote unquote bad at texting. And I know that they're texting their significant others back. I know that they're texting their best friends back. I know I'm just prioritized lower down on the list. That's what it is. Don't try and sell me on the fact that you're quote unquote bad at texting because you're very good at texting the people you care to text immediately. It's just, it is exhausting to talk to your lower tier friends sometimes. And I get that. I have friends like that. Yeah, completely. Um, so, yeah, I, I just I don't quite t- trust this guy, I guess, is the moral of the story. But mm-hmm. if if you feel like it's worth it, take a swing. For sure. So we move on to our, oh, my God, final I email. That's it, babe. Wow. <gasps> oh, no. Wow. I forgot we had this one. Do we wow. want to do it or do we want to Yeah, do it? I actually do. I think it's an easy one and it's a short one. So let's just do it. Let's I'll do it. read it. Um, Hey, Mitra, Joel, Joel, Mitra, and producer Chelsea, pronoun she, her. My little 13-year-old cousin recently came out to me as a furry. I am supportive of him because it is truly harmless, and he seems very connected to his fursona, and I'm glad he trusts me enough to tell me. And just yesterday, he came out to me and says he might be bi. This is also great because I am a lesbian, so I feel like I know what he might need and what I should say. I am just worried about being too open to him and telling him I am also gay because he can never keep a secret, so I'm afraid that he will out me to my family. Should I tell him I am also also gay so he can trust me more or should I just not tell him and just keep supporting him the way I should have been will he feel better if I told him I'm a lesbian also I know nothing about furries so like should I try learning about furries or like how does how much support do furries need thank you (laughs) sweet Sweet. um okay um cousin um persona persona non um hada Persona non outa. <laughs> Persona not outa. I like that. Persona non outa. <laughs> oh my god. I know there are so outta. many weeks where we say it's like all historically bad, but this one is is up this is top ten. It's up there. It's up there. <laughs> Although I just listened to last week's episode and it's also pretty bad. We're on a bad oh streak god. right now. I haven't I've not listened. Um yeah. Okay. Um well first of all, I think it's great to 
learn when you're trying to be supportive of someone like do I mean when I've had friends come out to me and I haven't known a ton about their community I have I've been in situations where you know I when I had a friend come out to me as asexual and I really didn't know a lot about what that meant and I think it's always great to read like read articles but also like read like forums and chat rooms and stuff I feel like that like I mean I know like Joel always pitches Reddit and stuff and I, I do think there are Joel always pitches Reddit. <laughs> yeah okay but I but I, but I do think it's it's like a great it's a great resource and yeah. it will allow you to be a more compassionate and understanding and supportive For sure. I don't think it's something you have to bring up with your cousin. Like, you don't have to be like, I learned this about your community today. Like, I would just have it as sort of baseline knowledge for when he's talking to you. And so you can be more sensitive when you're responding. Um, My advice to you is do not tell him that you're gay yet. Um, I think he probably senses that he has that you are someone that he can trust and i think part of that is probably because he can sense that you're a lesbian um cuz on some it, level on some level but yeah. I, but i think you you already have clearly like an amazing supportive aura about you i've never used the word aura before in my life um and your cousin trusts you your cousin has already come out to you twice about different yeah. things so your cousin trusts you. You do not have to come out before you're ready to come out to for his comfort because he's already comfortable with you, which yeah. is wonderful. And yes, it, it might add like another layer of like, you know, it, I know it's hard to be in the closet and blah, blah, blah. Like that might be, you know, part of the conversation. But I think that can wait until later. He's 13. He mm-hmm. cannot. I remember being 13. I agree. He probably will not be able to keep the secret. <laughs> And yes. if that's putting it, if that puts you in a position where you're added to your family, I don't know what your situation is, if it's unsafe or if it's, if, you know, it, something bad will happen if they find out. But I think that you do have to protect yourself from a 13 year old yes. sometimes. You do not have to sacrifice your comfort and safety, whatever, whatever that may mean in your situation to make him feel better like it I, of course it will add a level of comfort knowing that like confirmed like we are both like we are both queer or whatever but he already feels safe so yeah. it's okay you and like be you're on your own journey like yeah. <laughs> you can do what you want to do and he will he will continue to trust you i think and whether or not you tell him or not and i think that it's something that you can tell him eventually later but again I actually don't think you need to tell him because I think he already on some level knows. And that's why he chose you. Yeah. So he knows he knows he has a soft place to land with you. And that is what is important. Yeah. Mitra, what do we name this person again? Um, I actually can't, literally can't remember. <laughs> oh, Fursona not outa. Fursona <laughs> not outa. Got it. Okay. Well, Fursona not outa. Um Oh my God. <laughs> I hope that helps. that's our whole episode believe it or not um thank you so much for everybody who called and emailed please call us and email us at urgentcarepod at gmail.com or at 323-334-0371 shorter and specific is usually the way to go um And please rate and review us on iTunes. For sure. We love a five-star review. We do. 
Um, thank you, Chelsea. Thank you, Ryan. Thank you, Heather. Thank you, July. Um, <laughs> wow, I forgot. I forgot Heather. <laughs> I only remember because I just listened. Um, thank you, everyone in your role. And especially, thank you, Mitra. Thank you, Chelsea. Ooh. 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 <laughs> <laughs> Bye. <laughs>